An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Um, rugby league has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. These are the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight. Good day, everybody. Chris Gale. Myself, Stephen Ferris, Dennis Carnahan is about to enter the building with what, guitar. What, what uh, is he, some James? Some sort of fanfare. What, what is he, James, James Brown or something like that? Yes. Da, 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 da. And Jimmy Smith. Good ah, afternoon, Jimmy. Good afternoon, gents. Great now, to be here. Thank you for having me. We are the fourth estate. We are the media of sorts, or so we like to think occasionally. Mm. Uh, the media is just about to become a lot bigger and more enriched with a brand new network, SEN, Sports Entertainment Network, Correct. Absolutely spot on. Well done. Jimmy, you're the you've, flag bearer You've read here. the press release there, Stephen. Well done <laughs> on that one. Yeah, no, we're excited to start next week. Uh, great timing, of course, with the grand final coming up. But Sport and Entertainment Network, uh, an extension of um, what the former Croc Media and now SEN have been doing in Melbourne, in Adelaide, in Perth, uh, into Brisbane as well, but now um, an offering across the AM airwaves in Sydney. So the old 1172CH yes. is no more. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I see how upset you are. Well, I'm a huge Bob Rogers fan. And, <laughs> and, and it's something we aspire to, Chris, isn't it? We've been on FBI, for example, for 16 years now. I would love to get Bob Rogers' listenership. Yes. And if I'd be prepared to pay easy listening to has do he, it. Has he got a database? <laughs> <laughs> do you think we can just shift them across? Yes, of course. And I mean, now what are we going to do for our easy listening? Jimmy, I mean, if I've had a really tough day at the office, yeah, yes, and you know, you know, I want to sit down with a bit of Pat Boone or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I must, the Lawrence Welk Orchestra, I must alert you to the fact that DAB Plus Two uh, CH is now available uh, for all those people. We'd expect the audience to shift across there to, to find that easy listening. So, so you're talking about a, a demographic in their mid 80s switching across <laughs> the digital radio? No problem. Um, what's the uh, what's the format, and who are you working with? Who are your colleagues? Well, uh, it's a who's who. Andrew Voss is going to do Voss. breakfast. With Katie Brown from yes. NRL, she's yes. a, she's a NRL.com. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, we've got Maddie White who's doing yep. the morning show. We've got uh, a bespoke hour from Jared Waitley oh, into yeah. uh, from twelve to one, uh, just for the Sydney market. I'm going to be in the early stages doing one till three. Right. Then we've got well. Left field, way out left field, is Joel Sugarcane and <laughs> Brian Fletcher <laughs> doing the drive show, and then I'm going to be hosting the six till seven uh, punchy news and but current affairs. They split you and Joel up. I mean, you were a perfectly functioning team in recent times, weren't you? Uh, yeah, and we had a great run too. You know, is there some dirt? Is there a fallout? No <laughs> ugliness. Uh, not yet, but. Uh, um, you know, when I say we had a great run, we thought we had a great run. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure anyone else did. But uh, um, we had a great time and it was just one of those things where they said, okay, this fits here and this fits here and um, we didn't fit together. But, yeah. There's some bad news, Stephen. Um, Friday, yes. we're up against Matty Johns. He's coming in and doing Friday mornings, correct? 
should have mentioned well, that. Well, every week. <laughs> yeah. No, Maddie, Maddie Johns is doing 9 till 12. How uh, dare called, <laughs> called Morning Glory. Is that right? Morning Glory. It's, yeah, I don't yeah, want to think yeah, about yeah. it. It's a pincer movie. We've got Hadley on one side, <laughs> Johns on the other, and there we are on FBI, this, 94.5 this FM, fire up, trying to... Uh, different demographic. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Greg Alexander's there. Stephanie Brant is going Brant. to do a, a, a program as well. So, yeah, it's... Uh, Something right. we're all looking forward to. We're, we're casual here. Should we just open the door Let's so Dennis can Oh, there he is. There he is. Hello, Dennis. How are you, mate? I'm not going to shake hands on camera. Let's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. I'll tell you what. You know what you are? You, you're up and about as a Canberra Raiders fan, aren't you? Oh, is he what? Oh, wow. And and Redfern Pat over here, our producer. Yes. Hello. The two losers on, on, and, on and, microphone. And Nick, our, <laughs> Nick, our film guy, also. Penrith fan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which brings me back to uh, Jimmy. Uh, look, I've got my, my you know, long-suffering partner, Andrew Partners, have said, why don't you just change teams? You know? <laughs> now, now, Jimmy, your teams yes. that you played for, yes. we're talking uh, Roosters, we're talking South, we're talking Western Suburbs, Magpies. Correct. And Salford, they're, what's their mascot? Salford City Reds, the pride of city the city. The Devils or something, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they are, yeah. 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 Right, but right. you notice there's some... Part of the compass missing. Why didn't you play for the North Sydney Bears? Yeah. It's funny you mentioned. A lot of people used to have a go at me about that. Yeah. The Bears not interested. They had is a, that right? Oh well, they had a great back row back in those days, oh, didn't they? But what, even what, the Northern Eagles. What are we talking, Mark Graham? Is that sort of situation? Was it? <laughs> How old do you think yeah. I am? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Billy, Billy Moore, David Fairy, uh, Fairley, Billy, and yeah. Gary Larson. Did you ring them? No, no. Uh, Just a question with with your multimedia. Have, have you worked for? More rugby league clubs or more media organisations? Oh, Which one's ahead? Far more media organisations, right. and I'm not done yet either, Dennis. More of a journey, <laughs> even more of a journey. Are oh, you leaving Sen already? You haven't even started. You're, you're, you're coming fire out. Up. <laughs> I'm being replaced on fire up. You're, you're coming out swinging, aren't you, Dennis? By the way, it's good that you're sports and entertainment network because if you were sports entertainment mm. network, Vince McMahon from the WWA would be suing you right now um, because, and, and I'm assuming you're just not covering wrestling, right? Uh, I think we're open to wrestling. Absolutely. Well, I should talk to you <laughs> later about my well, involvement. Here, here, we here, here, here we go. We I don't tr- need to talk to you. We tried to find a topic that you weren't an expert on, right? <laughs> and I brought up the life cycle of the blowfly as <laughs> oh. on the thesis of Steve Cutler for the 1984 Touring Wallabies. Yep. And Chris said, oh, yeah, yeah Steve grew up on my street. I'm mm. like, wow, well, okay. Well, up. I'm just scratching me trying to think of a topic and I can't come up with one, Chris. I will work on this. I think you're talking about why you follow the team that you follow, aren't you, Sue? Yes, so you've had a number of teams. Yes. <laughs> uh, what um, the heart used to lie, you're from originally from Young. Well, just outside of Young, outside just Young. outside of Wombat at a place called Wallenbean. That's a true story. A farm? Yeah, grew yep. up on a farm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Was the farm called Wallaby or was it the, the, no, the, the village? Nearby? So there's a village of 170 people where I went to primary school. So in my primary school, there was 42 students in total. Mm-hmm. And all uh, we across had, all grades. Yeah, one teacher. One, uh, no, two teachers. The big, the big room and the little room. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> the, the farm was called Skyfall, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, the farm was called Glenroy, and my business is Glenroy Media, named oh, after the farm. There wow, there you go. Yeah, 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 that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Do you still have interest in the farm? No, unfortunately. It's like yeah. Rosebud. It is. <laughs> oh, by, the, by the way, um, you know, we're on a WhatsApp group with all the guys I went to. Uh, high school with St Gregory's College, Campbelltown. And there's about nearly ah. 30 of us on this WhatsApp group. It's great. Anyway, one of the guys works as a stock and station agent out at Dubbo and uh, a, a bull had just sold for $100,000. A, Herif- wow. a pole Hereford bull had Jimmy, sold for $100,000. Jimmy, can I just ask Chris a question? Is that more or less than the average bull price? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's a very bullish price. That's very good. Well up. Very good. And I sat back. Looks like I picked the wrong generation to get out of farming. Yeah, right? yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's the distinguishing features right? of the Hereford? 
Sorry? What's the genetic distinguishing feature of the hair? Is it's it that sort of that, that white oval? Uh, it's just on, the white hair. Uh, uh, okay. yeah. oh, we had pole herefords, which are yeah. uh, no horns. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy, a great nursery, St. Gregory's. Awesome. awesome. Uh, so my dad went to school there. So I didn't go there to be a rugby no. league player or anything. I was always going there. It mm. was an agricultural school. So uh-huh. I was grew up on the farm. I was going to go back to the farm. Yep. Um, 30 years later, I'm still not back to the farm. But it, it, I loved it. It was. It, I had three sisters growing up. I was sport obsessed and there's not too many other people to play sport with you out at Wallenbeen. So when I got to that boarding school, it was awesome. It's a boarding school about to say. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So I think uh, of a... Class of 150, about 50 of them were boarders. Gotcha. And okay. the rest from day student or day scum, as we used to call them. <laughs> Would you describe it as a nursery? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agricultural. Uh, the, play, the playing group's strong. Yeah. The, the former um, people who went to school there, former students who, who went on to play, but the coaching group. So at one point, there was the coach of the West Tigers was Jason Taylor, a former. Uh, St. Gregory's student, was replacing Mick Potter, former St. Gregory's student, Jeez. who was also replacing Tim Sheens, former St. Gregory's student. Tim Sh- and, and Trent Robinson is a former is St. Gregory's right? student. And I thought he Trent, was in Paris. Trent Barrett is, really? and of course, the coach of the century is a guy by the name of uh, Jack Gibson, who's a former student Gee, of St. Gregory's and, and isn't yeah. is St. Gregory's... On its way back, or something in the in the schoolboy competition, I was hearing that there'd been some fallow times, but they're they're back in prominence. Or a little bit. Yeah. It's very hard to beat the dedicated sports high schools. Kebra yeah. Park. Yeah. Well, your Kebra Park, your Westfield Sports, and uh, Endeavour Sports. Yeah. They're very hard to beat. Tell me, is it the, the the changing ethnic demographics? You know, you you look back, and some schools were primarily you know Irish Catholic, and then they may have been you know, Greek and Italian schools. Well, then you know, obviously there's a lot of Asian sort of participating schools where sport is not their high, highest priority. Is that changed in that school, St Gregory's? Oh, it... I don't know exactly about the demographic, but yeah. we had a really multicultural year because of you know the farming areas that are around there. So we had a lot of Italian backgrounds, a lot yeah. of. Uh, uh, Greek background. Yep. What we did have is when I was there in year 11 um, and <laughs> the first 11 soccer side used to always get beaten. They were hopeless, right? <laughs> and we'd all have a – they'd announce the results at the at the <laughs> assembly. <laughs> oh, no. And then we had four guys turn up from Griffith as boarders. The and Italians. Michael Silvestro, <laughs> David Cadimo, Pat yeah. Sergi yeah. and Jamal Pazin. <laughs> they became a powerhouse, the first 11. <laughs> wow. Ta- all four of them were in the first grade. Yeah. Side. Yeah. Who were your contemporaries in your team? Jason Taylor. Yeah. Uh, so we had six guys who went on to play in the NRL wow. from our team. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and 12 guys played grade. And the one guy who didn't play grade didn't want to. I just didn't okay. want to play. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Jason Taylor, Russell Wire, John Minto, Paul Quinn, um, myself, and I, there's one other. Is John Minto any relation to Scott Minto? No relation, um, but Johnny Minto was one of the – I only learnt this the other day. Johnny Minto came to our school and immediately was put on the wing in first grade. It was his first year of rugby league. But he had he was when he played in the NRL, he's one of the fastest players. Because Scott Minto is the person who's most animated Wayne Bennett in his entire life, isn't he? Remember that extra time try down at That's what uh, we have on film. Uh, We don't know if there's anyone else who's animated Wayne more than that. Well, (laughs) well, I suppose Nathan Brown had something to say about that. Was that Little Wayne or Big Wayne? (laughs) That one was big. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about last week. Uh, I was at one game. You were at two games? I was at both games. Both games, yeah. I was Um, at three games. Three? I was at the Seagull, the uh, casino... The casino, what were they called? There was the Bell and the Seagulls and the casino 
Cougars. Cougars, yeah, the Cougars. Now, it's disappointing that it's not the casino, it's casino beef or the casino cattle, given that it, or the know, casino, casino, still, <laughs> casino Royale casino still has Beef Week and there's still a Beef Week Queen announced. Is it, and isn't wouldn't, there wouldn't a, that be an honour? Is it Rockhampton in Rocky. Queensland that they claim they're the beef, beef capital, capital of Australia? Oh, but casino, casino yeah, says, yeah, no, 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 yeah, we are. We're the beef yeah, capital. Yeah, we yeah. have beef week. Well, Rockhampton has beef week as well. And as you come into town, as you'd know, you've got the Santa Gadrudis at one end and the Brahmin at the other. Mm. In the middle, you've got the Paul Hereford. Surely yeah. a Lord Vesty would lay claim to his property being the cattle home of the country. He owns about half of Australia, doesn't he? I'm just, I'm just thinking, <laughs> do they have to build a town halfway between Rockhampton and Casino like Canberra and that becomes... <laughs> yeah. So there's end disputes. I think you find Toowoomba has a little bit of cattle. There's yeah. a lot of coal, a bit of cattle it's around the, there as well. And Cody Walker's from Casino, right? Yes. Was, was that where, was, was that where yes. Wayne, Wayne protected Cody... Uh, yes, the kickboxing uh, incident. the year and, you know, um, went, yet again Didn't stood Jason against... Jason Taylor have a kickboxing incident too? <laughs> <laughs> there was an end of season party. Yeah, what about right. that, Jimmy? I mean, there's no end of season. I mean, the, the, to their credit, the Bulldogs were working charitable functions and, um, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. I mean, how do you feel about that part of the fabric of rugby league? As many other things have been trampled on by we Lord We see our Galandis. job disappearing, don't we, Chris? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Drinking rapidly. <laughs> the, the atrocity meter. The atrocity meter is like, whoa. Oh, it's just sitting on, it's, not, the dial's it's, not it's running on empty. Wait till we come to the later development, yeah. latest development. Uh, in this what, about, what about, where does it go, feeding the hungry? Where does that come on? Oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's broken. Yeah. Broken. Yeah. Is this inevitable? Is this a positive? Uh, it's an inevitable. Um, yeah. Is it a positive? Yes, of course it is. Of course it is. But then there's... You know, you, uh, I, I'm really um, divided on this because they're young guys. Mm. They're young guys who are naturally risk takers anyway. Yep. Like, you know, they, they are an outlier of yep. the population because mm. they actually say, you know what, I think I can do that and I will do it and it's I'm going to well, get myself bashed up doing it. I was it. thrilled to see the Ballina Seagulls defeated the Casino Cougars. They're going into the grand final. I think against the... I'm not sure who they're going against next week. But after the game at Seagulls Leagues Club in Ballina... There was genuine boat race. I haven't seen a genuine boat race. Uh, I don't know how long it's been. For the younger listeners, Dennis, do you want to describe what a boat race is? Uh, well, <laughs> you, you line up on either side of the boat, and you, there was a mixture. There was first was a schooner. First of all, it's not a, a boat there, right? I mean, there, we should make a, that clear. It's a, it's a table. It's a table. Yeah. <laughs> there was a schooner. There was a, a bottle. There was a can. Then a schooner and another can. That was the five. So there's five in each team. You scull it, you put it on your head. As soon yeah. as it's put in your head, the next guy goes. Mm. And whoever wins, it was forwards against backs. I haven't seen a boat race since my wedding. Um, we had, <laughs> so I'm serious because we, I, I married an yeah. American yeah. and we got married in Hawaii, much like Canberra, sort of yeah. halfway yes. sort of thing. No yeah, tradition right? there. <laughs> no, no tradition. Oh, you started tradition. No, no. no. <laughs> but but we having this um, Wahoos on the Thursday before the wedding. On, and we said, well, let's just get a boat race going between the Seppos and us. And it's like, <laughs> we absolutely. killed them, right? No, I think I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, very disappointing. I, I went to a, a wedding of uh, two work colleagues that were uh, America and uh, Australia coming together. It was in Hawaii, and you just you go there and it reeks. Well, it doesn't really reek rugby league. You go Paul Seren and Colin Scotts, and it kind of stops after that, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Hawaiian rugby league. It's talking, on tap market. Talking about the trouble, t- tr- trouble like rugby league players. I think there's two breeds. There's those that generally come from rough backgrounds, and you know rugby league is like a, a comfort zone for them, so to speak. And of course their potential to go off the rails is high or the entitled ones that are living the high life and they're on, a, you know, half a mil or a mil a year and they're playing up. No names. No, absolutely. And, and you know, you talk about it and I'm probably um, uh, unfairly singling him out, but 
someone like Blake Ferguson, you know, I remember speaking to Brian Canavan, who's a great man of rugby league. Uh, Terrific uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, really. And he said when he was at the Roosters and Blake was there, he said he's never heard a backstory as difficult right. as ah, Blake Ferguson's. Yes. And Which, so, you know, to see what he's doing now, yeah, he's, yes, yes. he's tripped up a couple of times like we all have. Yes, yes. But to see him do what he's doing now, yes. to have dedicated himself for over a decade, and yes. yeah, I was like, wow. Well, I, there was a story point. in the Herald this morning about Tyrone May. Yeah. And obviously Tyrone May had those issues with the, uh, the illegal videos last year. Mm. And, of course, it's in the context he's turned it around, the Penrith going to win the comp or whatever. But it was interesting to see him describe how he felt he'd betrayed Gus. And yeah. that um, that his backstory was he kind of hung around the academy, A, because it's a beautiful facility. Yes. Air-conditioned. And secondly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the buffet is yeah, to I mean, die for. been to Darwin? Well. Everyone's <laughs> in the mall. We, we all went to the West Tigers training facility under Concord Stadium. Not no, quite no, as salubrious. No. Well, which they've levelled. That's, yes. yeah. and, and, and improved and it improved just it. by doing yeah. so. I mean, if I could come back to the atrocity meter, right, yeah. when you get closer to the industry of rugby league, you don't want to. You don't want to talk. You know, it's not not your not your thing, right? So when you step back, yeah, people love atrocities. They love talking about it. Even if they tut tut and, ha- and hate them, it it generates press. It generates copy ink. It, you know, it, whatever. It, it and everyone talks about rugby league. It generates clicks. Yes, it yeah. does. But, no, and rugby league gets more more attention. But you know, and it, if you watch the Guardian or ABC, they won't mention the good shit. They mention the bad shit, right? Yeah. But, but but the conscious of the backstory does inform. You a lot of the time, cool. and his cool. one yeah. was family yeah. was not great for him, and all that. Yeah, stuff. and, and I, I would say there's a greater percentage of players in National Rugby League that have had um, diff- more difficult upbringings yeah. than than the general population. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely. Let's get on to last week. I didn't see that. Sorry, Chris. Well, I'm just worried about time, time Stephen. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if we yeah. shouldn't have our first break, yeah. and then get into the rugby league. Okay. Keep watching closely. The few of these fellas are fired up. I think well, who wants big... to take the run? Yeah. Okay, we have four quiet Australians here getting together to talk rugby league and assorted other stuff. We've got Jimmy Smith, special guest today, SEN Network, brand new. Opening what day officially, Jimmy? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Next week. Ah. Next week. Okie dokie. 11.70 on your AM dial, correct? That's it. You can get it on the app. You can do all that wow. sort of thing. Chris Gale, you were at the game on Friday night at the SCG. Jimmy was there. Dennis the was there. the old girl. Yeah, were you there, all Stephen? There? I was there. Oh, wow. wow. Pat, were you there? <laughs> What? <laughs> Have you done your homework? That was the I haven't done my homework look. <laughs> um, I can't tell you exactly what the atmosphere was like because we were on level seven. Of and the you were making board. so much noise with the DJ. It was so loud. See, I couldn't tell. So I was loud. behind glass windows and yep. I said to them, is this too loud, too quiet? You just tell me and I'll, you know, somebody will pull it down, but I don't oh, know. Oh, I texted you. <laughs> you <laughs> and what, was it too loud? Is that oh, what you're just, saying? Just for me. Because the speaker, the speaker speaker right just next to me. Oh, just the speaker for right me. Just for me. Man mind. of the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were out climbing up trying to unplug the damn thing. Well, I have heard people say it's, it's actually getting better. As crowds return, the DJs are getting better. But when there's no crowd there, yeah, awful, the DJs it? that have been there, their job has been, they've been employed by the coaches. So particularly the Sharks. The Sharks were terrible because, what's his name? Johnny Morris. Johnny Morris. Johnny Morris. He wanted it thumping loud. Mm. And there's a speaker stack where, where Fox and the ABC had their microphones for post-match interviews. There's this speaker stack yeah. and it's thumping loud so you can't hear. With Vili Amikiko is going, oh, yeah, bro, we played a key. Yeah. He's uh, not particularly uh, loud. And pro- yeah, it wasn't that. It was just some rubbish <laughs> that they're playing loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ended up a certain, I won't name him, 
Someone went and unplugged the speaker stack, oh. and the Fox Sports and NEP crew just started a huge round of applause. So unlike but, you media types who are in air-conditioned comfort, I was actually in the stands. And pizzas delivered too. In the cheap seats. With the punters. <laughs> and I have to say, I've been on a journey this year as far as live rugby league is concerned, and it started with 300 people at Campbelltown Stadium when we went down to the accursed Raiders. Wasn't that beautiful? Uh, <laughs> but to be with 18,000 people mm. was terrific. And I was actually next to a clump of Raiders fans, and the, you know they were riding the they wave. Been feral. Yeah. Is that the collective noun of Raiders, Raiders fans? fans the clump? Yeah. Clump. clump, little longboat. Yeah, but I have to say, Stephen, there was a lot of compliments about the music. <laughs> Are you just buttering? <laughs> no, 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 it's true. How was the level for, for the crowd? It was not loud enough in the first half, and it came through much louder yeah, in the second half. Okay. So I, I believe you played yes, and I didn't hear it. It was for you. I, know, I couldn't hear it for you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Did you send a text message at halftime? Say, hey, buddy, turn it up. Oh, you heard that text message. It was going out to all the Roosters fans. Owner of a lonely heart. It's much better than a. Yeah, as I opine, that's why Cooper Cronk moved from Melbourne to the Roosters because. He was separated from Tara and was an owner of a lonely heart. And uh, there he was. Yeah. Very good. But <laughs> we are I, empathetic, if nothing, Chris. But uh, and then the following night, you were at the game. Were, were you at the? No. no and you weren't yes. either. So, no. so Where I was actually it? was doing wrestling commentary. So I watched the game on replay, <laughs> and I was getting text messages on the Saturday night going, "Oh, Ferris is off his game." <laughs> I, got that well. I got it from one of the NRL stars saying, "Oh yes, Van Halen, that's good." I said, "Not me, but yes, that's good." <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so of course I'm listening to the replay. And in succession, we got horses. You didn't. You're the voice. You did not. And, and then Sweet Caroline. Oh, no. Shoot the guy. All, Even I noticed that. All three songs which I want banned from all Australian sporting facilities in perpetuity. Surely horses is going to be at the Everest oh, on the weekend. Yeah, surely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I reckon Daryl. Yeah. I'll roll Daryl out for Yeah. Him. Peter will have it sorted out. Yeah, yeah he'll, exactly. He'll get in there. Yeah. The, the, on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? Absolutely. The, the other thing I'll quickly say on the fan perspective is I've mentioned many times on this show I'm on a Roosters WhatsApp because I have to go to Roosters games as part of a community can, service Can you order. send me the copy? Lucky yeah, you. Just print Lucky it out. you. And, and, and th these boys have sort of atrophied. They felt it coming. You know, one of them stayed up the Central Coast in his holiday home. Yeah. Uh, one was a little bit late getting tickets. So I was only sitting next to one of them, Dan. So how many, what percentage turned up? <laughs> Three of the seven. Three of the seven. Seven, yeah. She was and, and two of us were together and the third was whatever. And and you could tell when you'd sort of on the on the app that they were kind of accepting of it and mm -hmm. realizing that it's been a great run. And it was actually that's, that's the what twelve how many stages of grief? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you thought they'd worked it through and you thought, well, good on them. Good Finally on. for once they got some perspective. But right at the end when they got some yeah. hope. One, one of them one of them put on the WhatsApp, can the Michael Lucking ground announcer stop extolling the Raiders? <laughs> and then just the anger just came bubbling to the yeah, surface yeah. again. Yeah, Steve it, Allen. Steve Allen. Allen. He's, he's, Steve Allen. he's a great fun to be with. Terrific yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was also great fun. I, I happened, might have watched back the uh, the Foxtel coverage on IQ. and Seven times. The, and the highlights is um, commentated by Nine. So I've watched that as well. And hearing the commentary and how much, particularly Nine, are so up the roosters. Oh, no. Yeah. Whiten scored. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Tedesco White didn't scored. deserve that. Oh, they were so... How good. The roosters can come back. That. They were I going off. Feels like and, this is, and this is the Channel they did 9. That to the Dragons you know too, why does Channel 9 do that? <laughs> Channel 9 hate the Raiders yeah. and it comes back to Super League. They hate the Raiders. Yeah. So how many games... The Channel 9 protesting about... Dennis. God damn it, it's Friday night and we've got the Raiders on Channel 9. This is against rugby league. That's what Channel 9 believe. It's a flawed argument. If they hate Super League, why are the Broncos on every Thursday or Friday night? Well, because ah, they pay good coin. Point. It's, good. it's about coin. Yeah. coin. It's about right. coin. Whereas on the WhatsApp I get, lucky you haven't heard the Fox coverage, Alexander Abominable. 
<laughs> Alexander hates the Raiders, and he and he openly admits uh, that he hates you, the Raiders. You know what's really interesting? Uh, so when you look at a, a social media feed and you talk, you know, follow a person that go and and they will say about a commentator, you know, there'll be different fans saying this guy hates the Bulldogs, and then. Another person will say about the same guy, this guy's always <laughs> oh, yeah. praising the Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Alexander was caught out. There was one time he was doing a little uh, a two-hander with Braith and they were talking to the camera and there's a certain Raiders fan who's reasonably well-known started going out, why don't you give the Raiders a go, you flog, you one-eyed flog, you're always dissing the Raiders. And he's trying to talk and he got a bit distracted <laughs> by it. Braith and Asta showed some human sign started sniggering and actually did the old <laughs> I turned away and Greg's like I'm, I'm getting heckled a bit here yeah you're getting heckled because you're always against the Raiders you <laughs> flog it's one grand final each you won one you lost one give us a fair break that, that's not and, Simon and, Tayoon by any no, chance is it because you know he no. can't go to Sunshine Coast Stadium because any Raiders fan missed. who was at the old girl last Friday is mm. banned from going unless they're in the to, bubble to so Queensland Raiders and ah of course yeah. Yeah. Well, and that would apply to what one person Oh, no, there was thousands there. They flocked. There thousands. No, it, what, they, they were going up to the Sunshine Coast Stadium to, or Suncorp? They're going up to Lane, Lane Park. <laughs> yeah, ah, oh, So okay. you can't go to the SCG right. and Lane Park. I keep thinking they're playing on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, they're, playing, playing, yeah. they're playing yeah. at Suncorp. So yeah. anybody yeah. assumed that Palaszczuk had it in for the Raiders, but it's just inadvertent, isn't it? Oh, that no, those I think that love to come to Sydney, now, she now, hates Sydney so I much. I listened to the podcast of Fire Up on Friday morning. Did you? Oh, and you say? think, you, you, <laughs> you sit there and say, oh, the things you say about my hometown, about your federal <laughs> national capital are an we absolute got, we got disgrace. More to say, haven't we, Chris? Yeah. Here hey, you are, Maya, yeah, yeah. in 19th century statehood. You've Enough ignored the... the fact that we're a nation and we have a capital. You've ignored you dissed the capital. I... And, and, and Anastasia, again, it's a state. Of course they're going to go against the federal capital because they're terrified of the federation. Right. They loathe so the federation. So how many fans do they think they've denied now? Because they travel, don't they? Seven. And they're a weird mob. Seven. <laughs> there, was about, there was about 10,000. There was yeah, as many. Yeah. many oh. like, you know that the Roosters fans. Grand Roosters, final. Roosters, how many Roosters fans turn up? Come on. Dennis, Canberra is a dump is a rich comedy vein and you're never going to get it right. I, I, I tell you what, we were walking into that game. So that was the first game that we'd gone to uh, NRL Nation for yeah. SEN right. since the resumption of the competition. Right. So we're pretty excited about going to a big game and back to the grand old lady, as you say. And, and so we're walking in there thinking there are so many Raiders fans around. There was just they lime green out, everywhere. They? Yeah, they, they stand out. Yeah, and when we got in there, we was like, oh, okay. By the time the game started, the, the attributes of the Roosters fans really shone through. They got there late. They'd been in the pubs yes. up at Paddington and they only needed to be there for the 7.50 yeah. kickoff. So Let's go. Funnily, when you arrived to, for this broadcast today, Jimmy, you were carrying a coffee, I noticed. Yes. So you did play for the Roosters, didn't you? Ah, it wasn't a latte. It was a long black day. So. Can I just go, can we get a report card on the experiment that, from the Kithra connection that was Sonny Bill Williams? <laughs> I want to get a wrap-up right here and now, if we could. He set up a try. Oh, Fun. I, 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 I thought it was really interesting the timing of Trent Robinson's introduction of Sonny Bill Williams into the game because they weren't playing well. That was obvious. Um, Canberra playing very well, and then they needed something, mm-hmm. and the something was Sonny Bill Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought that was really interesting. Out of ten, um, out of ten, mm-hmm. his performance mm-hmm. or his his um, contribution to the well, Roosters. We'll go his values second, but performance first. 
on the weekend, oh, it's a seven and a half out of ten. Who, who came off? It was, wasn't Takiaho. Who was the um? Uh, Takiaho eventually came injured. off injured. Yeah, but th- isn't that when he came on? No, no, I think he came on earlier than that. He came on for some. Oh, yeah, he came on in the injured. first half some, at a, the twenty-five injured, minute he mark. Came off. So you're and, saying Robbo's arc was that he would have got better to the grand final? Oh, absolutely. Interrupt us. And and, and the other thing about it is. He brings something different that no one else has, right? And that is, and you saw it for the try to James Tedesco, where he just stood there and went, oh, who wants the ball? Those like, are large there, hands. You have it. Holds yeah, it easy. You have yeah. it. That, no one else can do that. So right. when you go, you, you're playing we'll the Panthers, you're playing the Raiders, you, you're playing, uh, if you'd have said Joe Tarpany, I'd have believed you. But <laughs> Josh Rapali uh, did it and set up two tries. But you need something different. You need to play, a, you, you've got to actually be prepared to make a mistake yep. to be able to threaten the defence. I thought he was excellent. I thought he was really excellent. And, and because the Roosters, everyone was going, that's not the Roosters, it's passive defense. It's, you know, when Tarpany blazed through 16 block, we go, like Jared, like Jared Hayne in the, uh, yeah. against the Dragons. And, and, 209. And, 209. And, and, yeah. and love yeah. the Roosters as we all do here. Oh, I mean, absolutely. you have to. Let's not. He's off, Chris. You have to point <laughs> to the character of that team that was playing that badly to find a way back. And I think he actually sparked them. And he's got a subtlety to his pass Chris, Chris, can I just that remind makes you? the offense different. Canberra, uh, there were at least three tries that were just about tries or could have been tries. They were oh, all over all over the Roosters. There was, yeah. The, I mean, about the Willie Marno disallowed try. Joey Marno disallowed try. Joey Marno was – come that, on. That one was pretty close, the, the, the double movement. Like, that was 50-50. And he yeah. heard it. The, the second one where Joey Marno did promote the arm, but his body ended up in the end goal. Momentum. Technically, they could have said he's actually moved the arm. If he'd bounced and kept the arm back, it would have still been a try. What I'm trying to say no, this is, not, is this, this, this isn't me being biased. This is me <laughs> they saying. They got pretty close, three that, tries. That no, one, the, you could hear the referees saying, so what do we do? You could actually hear them. They left the mics open and you could hear the person next to horse going, well, what do we do? Like that, that could be either way. And when it, you that, hear, that was a 50-50, the yeah, Joey Manu one. And, and In commentary, we were saying... I'm accepting of whatever decision comes up here. Yeah, that's yeah, right. okay. Yeah. So that, that's, yeah. but the other thing about it is, I, in, within that game, there are ten incidents that are crucial to determining the outcome. Like the Chance Nickel Clockstad tackle on Brett Morris, the Chance Nickel Clockstad tackle yeah. on Josh Morris, uh, yeah. the no try to Whiten yeah. um, because of the obstruction. You know, they're, yeah. they're ones you go, oh. Because, yeah, Luke Lewis was saying of that one, that's a defensive read. He has chosen to come up and wrap. He that's wasn't right. Actually, um, he didn't stop in the line. Croker stopped before the line, but the young half, he wrapped him. Flanagan. Flanagan took him yeah. out. What did Sonny Bill say, Stephen? Sonny Bill at the end of the game. Can I give his quote? Please. Uh, in one it, mouthful. Is this the nine, oh. nine idioms? Yeah. <laughs> That's the way fairy tales go. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> the glass is half full, as it would be if you got a bit of coin. Life's good. No use crying over spilt milk. <laughs> Could have gone either way. The milk wasn't spilt, though. That's footy. <laughs> Live to see a better day. They could be James Bond film titles, couldn't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, so how we go. The, thing, the concern I have about that, that sentence is can you half spill a glass of milk? Well, Because if the glass is still half spilled, full, he yeah, hasn't, yeah. can you only semi-spill it and he's and, caught it in time? And do you cry less? Yeah. Well, I'm saying the milk, the milk remains unspilled milk. in these finals. The milk is still going. And I did notice that, that uh, Charles Nickel Klockstadt, he mentioned, did you see the interview with him? Where Sonny Bill's come over and given him a tap and he's, and he's gone full Norman Gustin. Oh, Sonny Bill, eh? <laughs> oh, Sonny Bill just tapped me, eh? I literally was talking to Justin Dooley, who's a former National Rugby League player, and he talked about that. In, we were talking about it. He said, how good's that? Because everyone's a fan. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. You can have a great game, Chance Nickel Clockstad, but you're still a fan, yeah. right? You're yeah. still, and, and, and Josh Papali 
used to get a photo taken yeah. with Sonny Bill Williams yep. when they played it because he's such a fanboy. Yep. It's great. And so value for money, yay or nay, Sonny Bill. Absolutely. It was in, worth doing. In that instance, you yeah. have to oh, say, yeah. What about the 100 million that watched? The 100 million. Yeah. That'll give it. Yeah, give that's it that right. 200 million eyeballs. Let's go to the second game, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> well, should we just hear from the two coaches and maybe then have a break just because of the time and then do the second game as a wrap-up? Right. So, first of all, let's hear from the losing coach, Trent Robinson. Trent, did you feel this coming in the past few weeks or did you feel the preparation was, was good? Uh, you, you feel... You know what you're trying to do. You've got lots of different players on all at, at all different levels, right? So they've the players that are really in good form. There's players that are trying to come back and trying to find it. You, what you're trying to do is put them all in a melting pot and get them all to the same level. And you could sort of you sort of yeah, it's spinning plates, and you feel like oh, I've got to get that one moving a bit more. I need to do that, and it just couldn't align them well enough. Hang on, melting pot, spinning plates. Idioms. <laughs> Idioms. It's, it's Mixed. The, it's the spinning plates that I like that yeah, concept yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we know with the pandemic, we're getting no international touring artists mm, for mm, some time. Mm. And if the Sydney Festival is looking for content, yeah. I mean, the Shaolin Monks. The Roosters. Well, the Shaolin Monks aren't coming out. That's right. So you just Robbo Sticks. there, spinning plates. plates. But yeah, is yeah. It, is, has that come from Pilatus? Because that's a fairly Greek thing, isn't it? Throwing them is. Throwing them is. part of the Kiva connection. Dropping them is, not keeping them on a stick. That's a Chinese thing, I think. Is it? Yes, I think it is. But just on that, don't you think it's a really interesting insight? Like, you know, they talk about the different personalities within the club and everything, and you're Mm. managing this personality here, and you're managing that one there, and you're managing that, and you're doing that. It's, It's a great metaphor. You're spinning the plates. Oh, that one needs more spinning. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the yeah. latest man, though, isn't he? You know, he can reference French literature and you know war history, and then he can shift straight over to Chinese acrobatics and gymnasts and, <laughs> and spinning plates, just like that. <laughs> M- meanwhile, in terms of diversity, yeah. it was very interesting to hear what Ricky Stewart had to say oh, yeah. about his team after the game. Our um, inner sanctum there at the club and you know, or our bubble, how hard it was for us at the start of the season. So where we've got to today. Nobody gave us a chance to outside our own. And I, I remember saying, actually right, actually in this room, the, the, the last game we beat the Roosters here, um, nobody um, has given us an opportunity to show you what's underneath the jumper. They're, they're, they're not just a team of footballers, these guys. They're more than a team. Jeez, he's hard work, isn't he? Tell you yeah. what, though, he, his, his grammar there, nobody gave us a chance, nobody has given us a chance. For traditional rugby league would be nobody give us a chance, nobody's give us a chance. He, he, used, now, he declined yeah, that verb properly. It was past tense, there was errors tense. Proud owners Thank of, you, of, Ricky. A, of a Monaro or a, or a Ford Falcon GDHO will always go, look under the, under the bonnet, you know, look at the donk yes. under the bonnet, you know, kick yeah, the yeah, tyres yeah. out, look at that. That's what Ricky's doing, right? Look at our, the engine in this thing. Oh, yeah. And we're underappreciated, always undervalued. You know, there's more, there's more, we're more than just a footy team. Chris, we're, what we're Federal capital. Well, to be honest, I always sort of have some sort of hybrid. I'd expect to find some sort of electrics, you know, there, not just a petrol So you think Ricky can manage the... But you, because so have, are you saying we can rebuild him? It's a $6 million man. Well, is that... Have yeah. you seen the shirts off shot of Josh Papali? Well, there yeah. is nothing electric there. That is all <laughs> human. That's, Josh that's and his... Meat and potatoes, isn't it? Josh yeah, is. and his self-described fat ass, <laughs> um, which is why the Fogarty's, he's gone the 40, yeah. size 40. But when you hear that <laughs> under the jumper, we never see under the Melbourne jumper because we know we'd see a whole lot of robotics and cybernetics and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Spinning. But I think what he's trying to say, you know, if they're more than a footy team, yeah. I think that Ricky believes that he's created a group yeah. that, for example... What could they be that's better than a footy team? Well, say the Prime Minister's kids, God forbid, got kidnapped. 
Yes. SWAT team. SWAT Send team. Them in. <laughs> Just ring up the Raiders. In they the come. Green Berets. The Seals. That's right. Johnny Bateman are going. Johnny Bateman are going. What about uh, no, the, the Canberra Ballet Company? Canberra Ballet Company. <laughs> is there such a thing? There could be. There is a Canberra Ballet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about the ACT <laughs> Symphony Orchestra? Music. Which yes. is an oxymoron. Team, yeah. What about them? Uh, they exist. <laughs> they exist? Of course they Well, that's what Ricky's talking about. More than a footy team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we discussed this last year that the Viking clap is led by the military. And they put they put the call out to RMC and Adfar and said, "Any of you cats who can play because they have military bands. Can any of you guys? Any of you guys Raiders fans? So they've gone. Oh yeah. So we have. I've seen them with their you know before they had their military gear on to do the thing last year at the semi final. And there's these guys with tats. And I was looking at them going, they're really built. Where do you find ten drummers who are stacked like yeah. these guys are stacked and. So, uh, this is just random Raiders fans? Then I discovered, oh, okay, no, this is actually the pride of the military because could, it's a federal thing. Could Canberra do with a bit of extra PR work, do you think? Yeah. I think yeah, they need a fan so or two. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Jimmy? <laughs> with more than a football team, what, where else could the Raiders go uh, beyond the premiership? what's he referring to? What does he mean more than a footy team? Family. Canberra always strikes me because we lived only two hours from Canberra. We had yeah. family there. Uh, so spent a lot family. of time going over there, right, and and and. There's so many things to see in Canberra. So maybe tour guides at the <laughs> at the art gallery at, at, at Old Parliament House or a war memorial. Absolutely. What's the Quest Technology Exhibition? Oh, the National Art Gallery. Yes, blue poles. He got blue poles. Mr. Papali, what is the significance of this painting? That is brilliant. I went on a school excursion when I was in primary school. I barely remember it. Had I gone there and was taken around. Mal Meninga was going to take you around by hand. Exactly. Exactly. You've got, you know, Josh Papali showing you Farlap's heart. You've got Charles Nickel Klockstadt maybe saying, this is Farlap's heart. Well, he'd be. Oh, He'd be yeah. involved in the Anzac. Yeah. But the thing is, Charles Kiwi, yeah. Yeah. would say yeah. it's, it's, it's a touch and, smaller than mine, yeah. but it's still big would, And what would overall you more if you're a little kitty? <laughs> what would you what? Klockstad or Farlap's heart? I'd be knocked oh. out by both of them. Exactly. exactly. We've taken our legal system essentially from the Westminster system. So all the uh, Johnny Bateman and Elliot Whitehead will be there at the High Court. High Court. That'd be terrific. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and not just the High Court. This, the, our whole system of Parliament. So mm. they'd be having – could you imagine that all accent – on oh, you know, Ryan Sutton taking you around the halls of Parliament House, yeah. the old yeah. Parliament House, yeah. into the new Parliament House, discussing the Westminster system, representative politics. That Beautiful. reminds me, actually, when I was playing at the Rabbitohs and I was working at that time uh, one day a week in at a regional uh, rural consultancy firm. So I used to put the suit and tie on and all that. And I went back to the leagues club. It wasn't a training afternoon, but I saw uh, some guys on the coaching staff and they looked at me and said, oh, have you had court? <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and for those for those that aren't quite as skilled, they can just work in the cafe. Yeah, make yeah. sandwiches. I think there's a, a rabbit's conspiracy because if you go to Parliament House and you look at the House of Reps in the Senate, mm. traditionally one's green and one's red. Yes, it's not the what? What are they green and red here? What are they called? Is Cardinal and Myrtle. Cardinal and Myrtle. Myrtle. They've yeah. actually got. I think they're ochre. Is the red and eucalyptus is the green, so it's not quite cardinal myrtle, but there is a red and green thing. Yeah. There are random rabbit's everywhere. And they're a questacon, Georgie Williams, could show you how you put spin on a ball. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, to defy. To what do you think, guys? I think we're about melting here. What I think we should, Brad Arthur? We should. We think we should come to him after the break. Okey dokey. Back in a minute. If Jake Friend's not playing, mm. you don't have Jake Friend on the field. <laughs> what 
Sorry, what genius was that? I missed that. That's Paul Crawley, Stephen. And, Paul Crawley, and you know right. he's my favourite. And he says it like it is, doesn't he? Like that, You cannot deny the truth. Can we, can we hear that again? Is that a possibility from the technician? <laughs> if Jake Friend's not playing, you don't have Jake Friend on the field. True, that's true. And um, yeah. I, I'm going to revolutionise rugby league by suggesting that Paul Crawley is a Wayne Bennett fan. I'm just leaving it out. Wow. Yeah. I've well, never, it out I've never thought it. Hey, listen, one of the great things here at Fire Up's Quite Australia, Jimmy, is we actually have sponsors. Oh, you're we're, kidding. Yes, when we're on FBI. Well, you're, you're familiar with that. That's your career, right? Yes, exactly. But <laughs> when we're on FBI, FBI Radio 94.5 FM, we don't have direct sponsors, but here at Quiet Australia we do. And we are currently being sponsored by Doughboy Pizza. Okay. Now, Doughboy's catchment areas, the Bondi region, the Artaman region. Randwick, are you in any of those catchment areas? No. You How are they going in the, the Shire? Yeah, you should move. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> Chris, what about, is it possible to get a pizza during our session here? So what's going to happen, Stephen? Mm-hmm. It's a For very good point. If you are so inclined, you go on doughboy.com.au, you can create your own pizzas. They've got thin and crispy, spelt. Uh, gluten-free, you can get their suggestions or customise. Can you sp- spell that out? Doughboy, not D-O-B-O-Y. D-O-U-G-H-B-O-Y. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Thank yep. you. Not, yep. And uh, you've got all these options. Mm. You can order at any time and they'll say, you'll think at 3 o'clock I want it to arrive at 8.30 and you can order for 8.30, oh, yes, which is yes. really, really okay. handy. Right now, if you went on the website and ordered and you entered the promotion code FIREUP, F-I-R-E-U-P, <laughs> A, you get 20% off, but B, you go into the draw for two weeks' time, our grand final rap episode, Mm -hmm. to join us here in the Batuta Advocate Studios, air-conditioned as you can see, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Give us your views on the season, the GF in particular, and you'll be enjoying Doughboy Pizza here with us and the Batuta guys. Wow. Simply by going on to doughboy.com.au, enter the promo code FIREUP, 20% off. Yes. And the chance to come here and do an episode of Quiet Australia. And will they deliver to the Shire? No. Just saying no. Got to so move. just pick it up on the way home. Yeah. Like go home via Bondi. That's, yes. what, that's what I do. I, 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 they don't live in my area, but it's but there's an area between I can just It sounds in. like it's run by either a Swiss or a German. It's it actually run Precision. by Swiss German. Precision. Punctuality. Yes. Yes. Very Swiss, isn't Very it? Very yes. timepiece Very driven. Swiss. Wonderful stuff, Chris. Thank you very much. Okay. Hey, listen, uh, what about Brett Arthur? Because last week he was saying we just played dumb. Brave but dumb. Brave but dumb. Now, they were brave and they bolted out after a couple of little bit of, bit of a halt and then they went, Phew, and then the dumb kicked in. Well, I think the dumb kicked in when Gutherson unveiled that dance again. That was, that was, that that was, was a worry. That not was much what killed of a dance, it. is it? Yeah. That was what killed it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, let's hear what Brad said about his team, okay. having called them brave but dumb last week. Yep. Oh, look, well, they, they bounced in. They were ready to go. Um, you know, obviously, people were, were concerned about what happened, but they, they knew that we still had a job to do and come and play footy, and I, I thought the effort was there, but just that's getting some dumb moments wrong. So getting dumb moments wrong, so does that mean they got the smart <laughs> moments right? Well, the, the <laughs> moment that stands out, of course, yeah. is when Mitchell Moses has the oh, opportunity to level it up at 20 all. And if I could add, just before that, I thought Damian Cook should have been sent off the field. I thought that looked but, deliberate with intent, that yes. tackle. Yeah, yes. I, I, I don't know about that. Didn't it he looked like pushed it, by the other guy accidentally? No, but it looked like the, the tackle player was actually getting up, that um, was going, going again. He didn't look like he's playing the ball. So Cook, from behind, has seen he's been released by the tackler. He's actually going again. 
and I'm going to cover him. If that was a rooster, you wouldn't say that. No, I would. I, I, it's, really? I'm, I'm unbiased with the eels and the rabbitos. Mm. I actually thought there was a case for him to stay on the field and not even be penalised mm. as much as there was a case. You need, Jimmy, you need can you arbitrate here? You need Wayne... Mm. Uh, yeah, no, he should have gone. There you should go. have gone. Ah! Yeah. It should have been an intentionometer. They need that in the back. They need a little intention. So you know, it's can I say the scoreline has been in the Peter Volandi style, been going in clumps, mm. and then it's uh, twenty points to eighteen, and Mitchell has the penalty to level up at twenty all. And what are the Parramatta players doing, Chris? They're all looking, mm, expecting. Yeah, they are all back. It's, it's already done in their half, done, ready yeah. for the kickoff. They've yes. actually gone back what to their would half. Ray Price have done. Ray Price would have assumed the praying mantis position. Mm-hmm. He'd be intently looking at the uprights on the generally minuscule chance that it will hit the upright, rebound, and, and there'll be opportunity to regather yeah. and continue the play. Yeah. Yeah. Now, people used to deride that man, yeah. and he's a visionary, Stephen. That's smart, Chris. Smart. smart. The problem what was, was Parramatta he was, doing? He was yeah. outside yeah. the stadium in bronze that's instead right. of being on the field. Yeah. So he... He actually used to bend too, right? Yes, that's right. To, to, as a parallax error for the goal kicker. That's so right. Go, Hang on, that's the, the uprights are going like that. Why is Ray like that? I think he was he was trying to lean out of the vision of the kicker. Because you know, the, it, it, this often happens in obstructions. What can the player do? They can't disappear. They can't disappear. Unless they're David Copperfield or someone right. like that, yes. Chris Angel. Yes. Uh, How good would that be? Yeah. Well, that's imagine what, if, Ray, if, if you know one of the backs, imagine if Fergo, he was, no, he wasn't there. Imagine if Jenko was just standing there, invisible. The well, ball bounces off. He's there. Picks it up and scores. Well, in fairness, Parramatta win. Jenko was invisible, <laughs> and one would describe that was pretty dumb. But uh, so that's what he's he's trying to do. So these are the errors. Well, I'm just thinking about what you guys might think about a preseason for the Parramatta Reels. Yeah. Must include some calculus, um, yes. a bit of written history, yes. etc., yes. to be yes. smarter yes. in the dumb moment. Video we, we, history. We, we, we've actually wondered about this. Should part of the recruitment strategy, if you're a Peter Mole Holland or whatever, yes. is IQ testing? Well, it, the, the personality testing works so well for the Broncos with Anthony Seabold. <laughs> well, so maybe yeah, they can get that um, company to come and look at the players. Mensa. <laughs> No, that way. Mince. <laughs> by, by the way, if you've got an issue, is going on 60 minutes to ventilate it brave and dumb. Um, now, Chris, sorry. Um, Harry Dunn, Lloyd Christmas, Dumb and Dumber. Right. Is, is, who's, the, who's, who's, who's Harry and who's Lloyd? Is it the team or is it Brad Arthur? Which one's which? Who's got their tongue Ooh. on the on the on the goalpost? On the goal. So who had their? That was Jeff Daniels, right? <laughs> is that so, right? And that is who? That's Lloyd. Is that um, right? That is uh, that is Harry Dunn. That's Harry Dunn. Yeah, yeah. Harry Dunn. One, one <laughs> yeah, of the so great. Tongue, really tongue great. on the goalpost has to be Moses. <laughs> that has to be Mitchell Moses. <laughs> right. So that's the team. Yeah. So so it's Brad Arthur so trying to trying to rip him <laughs> off. With, yeah, he's got the, with the boiling water <laughs> to freeze, so it unfreezes the tongue. On the, <laughs> absolutely, exactly absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and Jimmy, there's a lot of talk about Brad Arthur as he's got Parramatta over a few humps, but can they go to the next level? You probably drove, drove a lot of coaches mad, but as oh. a player, how did you respond when your coaches say, "Well, they're a good group, but they're dumb"? Uh, yeah. Did it work? No, never. <laughs> No, never. I, I can't remember being called dumb. We should have been called dumb on <laughs> many occasions. But uh, no, it certainly wasn't. Yeah, I, it, they're an interesting one, aren't they, Parramatta? You just get the sense that it's never going to happen for them there unless they make some personnel changes. And I really thought it was completely fueled by Bank West. A brand new stadium. They had, they had energy. They had crowd power. Everything going for them. Two years in a row. Yeah, I... I I know it's a, it's a little thing, but literally we're talking about it again. Like the Clint Gutherson dance. Really? Like if, if, if in the off-season, yeah. if I'm Brad Arthur, yeah. I address that. Yeah. So, mate, dance when we've won the grand final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like not, not when we're just 
going ahead. Premature in, celebration. For, yeah, premature. Yeah. It's celebration. Mitchell Pearce going to chat with Cody Walker when you're up 14 0. Bad Ooh, idea. Bad who was idea. the, uh, who was the, uh, the uh, Canary Bankstown forward who was the Michael Jackson fan that did the moonwalk? Scored a try, one of his only tries. He did the moonwalk. Bobcat Ryan, was it? No, no, no. <laughs> D- Eastwood? No, was you, it Greg Eastwood? You're thinking of Max. Hey, Eastwood, yes. Greg yeah. Eastwood. You're thinking of Max Mannix, who ran all that way in the 1980s and then went, you know, the premature celebration. Yeah. And then I'm dropped it. I think he got those games there just oh, to take it to the yeah. next level. He needs some training, right? He needs Absolutely. to, you know, dance school. Greg Eastwood, come on down. When they're, when they're legal or one on one somewhere, you know. Claudia Cavan could step in. I reckon example, just, yeah. just drop it. Just drop it. Just drop it. <laughs> Uh, next week, should we talk about that? Well, what about quickly Wayne? Wayne which does Wayne. take us into next week. Wayne, where, who again was smiling. Where the rabbits, like, what the hell? Where the rabbits are taking on uh, uh, Penrith. Yeah. But Wayne had a bit of hubris, I thought, as usual for Wayne, where he said, well, this is the way we planned it. You know, the other oh, teams... Oh, we are looking back in time. Yeah, it came out of the blocks early. We did that last year. It turned yeah. out to be a mistake. He's yeah. more than 70 years old. Surely he realised last year it was a mistake <laughs> to come out of the blocks early. <laughs> but he's kind of rewriting history for mine. And he's good, isn't he? He is good. But, but, but he also has a little bit of stand-up in him, as we hear from this exchange in the press conference. What's impression you about Jackson Paulo in his debut year? Oh, he hasn't impressed me too much until the night. He knows when to leave a gap, doesn't he? He certainly does. He certainly does. Nothing he said in a Wayne Bennett press conference is not very, very orchestrated, yeah, yeah. right? It's it's oh. magnificent. I remember I was working at the South Sydney Rabbitohs in a media capacity in about 2002 or three, or very early on when they returned to the competition. And uh, they'd played the Broncos on a Friday night. The Broncos had won. Wayne Bennett and Darren Lockyer walked into the press conference. So I happened to be there. It was literally the first time I've sort of been able to see the great Wayne Bennett in action. The two chairs were there. And they stood away from the two chairs and just up in, in front of the, the sponsor signs. And it was a room full of 15, 20 journalists and no one said a word. Wayne stood there like this. Darren Lockyer stood there like this. Yep. And not, not one journo was prepared to ask a question. And this goes on for 40 seconds. I'm thinking, yeah. this is amazing. And then Darren eventually turns to Wayne and says, should I ask a question? <laughs> <laughs> And Wayne said, that's their job, son. <laughs> and this comes to the actual a serious note. It makes a case for an independent media operator to be allowed in the press conference that is not beholden to rugby league community in any which way possible uh, to ask direct questions. Are you putting who, yourself up for this? Yes, I think he is. Who's not afraid of the abuse and the, you know, but, but, but gets permission from the NRL. Oh, that'd be perfect. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be yeah. asking the question that everyone's saying? I was going, thinking oh, that. But the thing is, that. to get permission from the NRL yeah, yeah. means that you can't you be You've got to a hot lot of heat, right? Yeah. 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 Just don't get that guy who moderated the first president debate. He didn't do a good job at all, I didn't think. Uh, but I think if we are jumping to the two upcoming fixtures, which let's face it, i got no idea who's going to win either of them. The battle of the coaches is relevant. So Wayne and Nathan, and this is sorry, Ivan, this hasn't been too much promoted. I get them interchangeable. Uh, but the understanding was that Gus had had a handshake with Wayne. You are the new Penrith Panthers coach. And then the Panthers board overruled and went back to the well with Ivan. Mm. So there's a bit of an agenda there that maybe isn't uh, so visible. Mm. Um, the other thing that stands out is the Battle of the Halves. And Anna Reynolds has conceded that Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai are better looking than him <laughs> and Cody Walker. <laughs> has he really? And I can see that with Luai, yeah, but yeah. Nathan Cleary, not to my taste. And a lot less <gasps> neck tattoos That's, than, yeah, than yeah. the South City Halves did you see, as well. Did too. you see the inventory of body art that, <laughs> that, uh, and, and that yeah, Adam Reynolds said, here's all, everything I've got. 
And I regret it all. Yeah. The thing he is, he regrets it now. If those, if those same tattoos were on Sonny Bill, they'd yeah. just cover a forearm. That'd That's be right, it. true. You can take <laughs> the boy out of Waterloo. He's still, he, he doesn't suffer from hubris, well, does he? I'm going to nah. disagree with him over Cody. I think yeah. Cody Walker's actually a very attractive man. And if you hear him speak, I actually love hearing him speak. Cadence? He, he should, yeah, his cadence, <laughs> but also the content and the way he's, he's, he's got the beautiful country accent. Yeah. He's fantastic. It's a tip for SEN. He's, got, a, he's got an anger in him. Katie Walker oh, hasn't, he, hasn't he got an anger in him? When he yeah, talks, when he yeah. talks with so much passion about Nosy Nichols, saying how good is Mark Nichols? Like you know, two tries, two try assists, sniggering and loving it. Can I say that I think Jerome Luai is fast becoming the least popular player yes. in the competition yes. with other players? He's yes. taken over from Michael Lennis. Yeah, there, was, yes. there was a lull. There was a lull. Yes. Is this, yeah. There was a vacancy. There is was this, a hole. Yeah. Black hole. Yeah. During play or more his post-try celebrations? Post, pre. Yeah. Pre-game, have you seen him in the in the dressing room pre-game where he starts? I'm, I'm think. Look, he, he sings beautifully. We know that mm. Jerome Luai, <laughs> and, and he's a, a very talented player. And from all reports, a great fella. But I can see him becoming public mm. enemy number one very well. well within and, and the loving team, it or not, probably wouldn't worry. I think he'd care. love it. No. But within the team, there's always a nuisance in the team. Yes. And if you ask Jerome Luai who it is, he'll say it's Naden. If you ask Naden, it's Jerome Luai. Yeah. And they're put on that side to to just to keep them away from the rest of the team. Get them they, both. They on. are absolute nuisances, people. That and they are chirpy. They are so both yeah. chirpy. Get, yeah. get them both on Mount Grubmore soon. Yeah. Grubmore. They'll be there. <laughs> they belong there. In the other battle, <laughs> you, you've got the. Sorry, who's on Mount Grubmore? Well, yeah. Ennis, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, Wolford, I reckon Justin the Hodges is there. Justin Hodges, <laughs> Simon Wolford. Wolford. Oh, yeah. the Grub. Yeah. Of course, he's on there. Yeah. Ricky Stewart, like he was. Yeah, a, put him up there. He, he was. Uh, he yeah. used to love he's a the, chat he was a little when bit he was A little bit chirpy. A peck and a pinch. Oh. But that's a good segue into the other game where the Canberra Raiders take on the Melbourne Storms at oh, Suncorp God. Stadium. That you know, Paul Kent, who's always looking for an angle, suggests that the one of the great friendships in rugby league of all time, i.e. Lucifer, aka Cameron Smith, and Bellyache, aka Craig Bellamy, was almost <laughs> rent asunder last year because the suggestion in Cameron Smith's mind was that Ricky Stewart had leaked the Barb's ring story. Mm. Yeah, where is the ring now, Chris? It's a great question. It's cursed, right? It's, <laughs> it's wherever it goes, it's causing trouble, right? It's, well, it's nowhere near Mount Doom. I believe Gollum like, like, currently it, has it in the no, bottom no, of a river somewhere. Does go up to a volcano and try to throw well, it away no. and it just comes back again and yeah. some dog brings it back, you know? Well, didn't it go in the books as a $5,000 ring when really it was a $15,000 ring? Yeah. I'd be there going, don't throw it! $15,000 ring. But unfortunately, the ring was on a world tour before the pandemic hit the Smithsonian, the Victoria and Albert Museum. <laughs> it's gone to the Hall of Shame that, but we, when uh, that gets built. We've opted. We're building a Hall of Shame at the end of the Tibby Cotter Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. It's going to be a monument for future generations, be they uh, terrestrial Mal or alien. Malmeninga will be in state. Malmeninga, there'll be an Egyptian style sarcophagus, and yeah. people will go, that's what people when, were when like back, back then. <laughs> and there'll be all sorts of paraphernalia. There'll be a, like a cardboard goalpost. Replication of the bubbler. The bubbler, yeah, of course, will be. A statue with press button, yeah. flashing lights, water. Sponsored by Gatorade. Yeah. You can alter the colour. Surely, right. Gaz Fantastic. and Minion. Well, could you? There'll be the, there'll be the there'll be the, there'll be the fire up experience <laughs> where you, you put on the virtual goggles and you're in the taxi. <laughs> you're in the taxi. <laughs> the phone call is made. Oh, if, if I'm here like this, I look. There's gas. <laughs> who's, got, who's got my phone? <laughs> so that's where the ring's going to be. Right, right. Who, who do we surely, like? Surely PBL's taking the ring back to fund the Everest. <laughs> Surely. It's part of the trophy. It's part of the trophy. It's part of the trophy. pull it back, you know. I mean, he's... <laughs> I, I have this horrible thing about Friday night where I look at it, I look at the teams and I look at the Raiders and the way they're playing and I go, the Raiders can win this. 
And that gives me this horrible thing called hope. And rugby league exists almost solely to extinguish hope in the most painful and brutal way possible. Dark corner of yours, isn't it? Oh, it's okay. terrifying. So I, I have a hope that the Raiders can actually win this game. Jeez, I hope so I'm too. I'm vulnerable. It, it's, so it's, it's, it's funny because when you said, oh, you know, that. The games are in dispute. I don't see them in dispute at right. all. Your yeah. favourites, both yeah, of them? Yeah, yeah. Favourites going to so Melbourne. Yeah, sorry. Th- those breaks. Oh, the breaks are huge. A Melbourne yeah. Penrith grand final. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Can I ask a question? Because um, both teams were brutalised last week. The Raiders and Souths had brutal games, which the, the, the other, you know, Penrith and Storm was sitting back going, give it to them. Please. I was going to say, are, to you su- are you suggesting the other two teams it. were sitting back? Oh, yeah. Because Josh Mansour sort of said there was very little activity on the WhatsApp in the playing group while the, uh, the South Parramatta game was on. Ooh. So maybe they're a little bit more tense. Than what that. I do know is that up there in the Sunshine Coast, okay, yeah. um, where the Melbourne Storm are staying, there's been a little bit of drama there, hasn't there? Has been, there has been. Well, the noise. No, there's been a massive drama around and a massive upset about who won the ping pong tournament. Yes, I saw that. Did you see that? Yes, oh, we heard. We had word coming through to us via Shanda Rule that Darren. Uh, Shonick, the hedgehog, was he was the number one seed, but I think he put that out there himself. In the end, it was Nico Hines up against Cam Munster. Cam Munster, heavy favourite, and rolled in the grand rolled. final. Yeah, and he had a, had a flamboyant intra- entrance, didn't he? Oh, I didn't. I, uh, all I saw the trophy, and you know. I think it was all showed. You know, they're, they're foxing about the MCL. Ah, uh, but the hedgehog, I hadn't heard that nickname because he just looks like I don't know something a throwback. Out of an 80s Dolph, horror movie Dolph or Lundgren. Yeah. Very Dolph. Shawnee Hedgehog is where, oh, right. where we get it from. Got it. Yeah. Because he's, he's in the, you know, the Storm is an 80s hair metal band. You've got mm, Nico yes. Hines is, is the, yes. the singer. Who's the one that looked like Nuno Betancourt is the guitar. Shawnee's the bass player. Right. He's playing bass. Well, he's he's true. a little bit like Brandon Smith in one of those guys. It's easier to jump over him than run around. Yeah. So, <laughs> Darren Shawnee. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 that's the block Isn't of there cheese. another famous hedgehog? Sonic and, yep. No, wasn't he a porn star? Ron Jeremy, yes. Oh, Ron, Ron Jeremy was a porn star, yeah. <laughs> there was a I wonder, you're you winking at me, Stephen, and I'm thinking, a, you we catching up, are we catching up later? rum that has his face on it? I believe he had a slightly different bottle. physique. Uh, go. I've got a it's bottle. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> a mate gave me the Ron Jeremy. I'm like, what am I going to do? It's, it's still a name. I've got it's, it. It's great rum. Is it Ron de Jeremy? Yeah, Ron de Jeremy. Get that off from a it. Can I just say very quickly, with 80s hair metal and, and the sad passing of Eddie Van Halen, mm. I mean, the family spokesperson was Wolfgang Van Halen. Yes. And you just kind of go, look, Dad, I mean, Van Halen, I've got a lot to live up with. Why have you called me Wolfgang? Wolfgang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Peter Volandis, he's got the richest horse race in the world on Saturday. Yes. yes. Is he allowed to fly? Has he got his own bubble plane to fly up to the game or will he just dismiss it? No, he won't go. He won't go. Won't go. No, no. So He'll racing number it. one, enter on number two. No, no. I would say he would send his CEO Andrew Abdo up there. Yes. Oh, oh no, was he, Andrew he be... Abdo at the SCG on Friday? Ah, there you go. So maybe, there, maybe, there maybe there were eight. Maybe there were eight people who were wanting to go. I don't know if they can. I don't know if anyone from New South Wales can exempt? go to Queensland. No, they're not. Then I asked the question: the AFL, whatever that is, has a grand final with some Sydney siders, DMAs, Andrew Stockdale. How do they get up to the grand final? With some what? New South Welshman. Is, is it a New South Wales team in the AFL Grand Final? No. <laughs> They've got some entertainment. Performers, Dennis. Performers. Oh, How oh, do they get exempt? Mc, the uh, McLaughlin rule. Probably bubble up there. It's Palaszczuk has the McLaughlin rule. Uh, if you can bring 400 AFL people up to promote yeah. the Grand Final, you, you can, can get, get whatever you, you want. You can get three inner city musicians <laughs> plus a Led yeah. Zeppelin imitator. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, I shouldn't yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Without the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Right. Okay, all right. They're, probably, they're yep. probably bubbled. All right. Okay. 
All right. And, and they're playing for nothing as well because the AFL has put this great call out for any entertainers <laughs> who will play for nothing. You are mean, aren't you? Yeah. No, they are. They're not <laughs> yes. paying dancers. Like, for, yeah. seriously, it's the AFL and they're saying, oh, we can't pay dancers. But what a great experience it is to dance with, you know, 10,000 other dancers. Mm. The, the exposure you get. No, you don't, Gil. You get nothing. No, you guys you, are leeches. They've been burnt previously. They paid meatloaf. So yeah, that's that, right. there's the learnings. <laughs> yeah, learnings. Billy Idol will come back. It's Just it's once. not beyond the realms of possibility. So he, I thought there was Billy Idol yeah. in this show because <laughs> he was playing in Sydney, but pandemic got it. I think. Thank you very much, Jimmy, for coming. Thank you, Stephen. And Thanks, good luck Dennis. with the, Thanks, your ever expanding yep. media empire career. Uh, we're excited about we'll, it. We'll so be listening with great enthusiasm. Of course you won't. Yeah, of course you won't. called Kingaroy? Is that the Glenroy? Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Dennis. Good luck, Dennis. I'm on your side this week. Yeah, finally. The Green Machine. Done. See you later.